Hello, everyone. Welcome to Paperback Behavior. I'm one of your hosts, Shane. One of your hosts, Patrick. And I'm your very special guest, Liz Portmas, uh, oh, yeah. the marketing manager at PBS. And I'm excited to shake this up a little today, guys. I know this is going to be so good. So Liz, Liz is um, a, a newer member to the team compared to our senior, um, but she's been here. How long have you been at PBS now? That's a great question. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been about four years going on five. That's great. Okay. And well, and so today what we're doing is we're celebrating PBS has been a company for 15 years. Um, and, uh, and one of the things I, I really want to make sure that we highlight is it's been a company for 15 years and it's run by behavior analysts and it has always been run by behavior analysts and will continue to be run by behavior analysts for the foreseeable future. So um, like that is a, a cool thing I think about PBS is that it, it, the, our, our CEO, Dr. Nolan, um, our COO, um, Tara Cessna are both behavior analysts and they've been in the field for uh, quite some time. And so um, for those people that don't know, PBS started in Dr. Nolan's garage in, um, in is it pronounced Hobe, Hobe Sound or Hobie Sound? <laughs> you know, us Floridians here, we call it Hope Sound, but you know, it's it. However, tomato, tomato, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it works. Yeah, it works. So, so it started in his garage. Um, one of my favorite stories is um, uh, Dr. Nolan's wife Tammy, who is um, just a, a a gem. Um, just always talks about how she would have to like kick people out, um, or like bring more toilet paper <laughs> for folks. So, like she was like, it's always like very like helpful and like supportive of all the folks coming in and out of the garage and stuff. So it's, it's been, it's uh, from humble beginnings to what we are now, which is cool. Totally. And it's important to say too, there's no shareholders in it too. So it's not like, Oh, run, but secret investors. Um, it really is all ABA driven and it's incredible to see, um, how that translates to not only the structure of the company, but how we provide resources into our communities, um, how we support caregivers and people outside of the ABA realm. It's really, really cool stuff. Yeah. So Liz, I, I'm I'm curious because you didn't come into this with a background of ABA. So what are your kind of, I, we only have a little bit of time. So I know that you would need like an entire podcast to break this down, <laughs> but what is, what is your kind of like experience entering this world of behavior analysis and dealing with a bunch of us weirdos? Oh my God, you guys are all nerds. I love <laughs> um, No, no. The thing about ABA wrong. Is, is so special is how much um, integrity everyone has um, to not only uphold the ethics behind ABA, what you're doing is it's such a living, breathing science, right? You know, everybody's so open to change um, to ensure that they're always giving the best care. But then with that being said, they to always have this like data driven um you know, methods and, and how they treat not only clients, but how they go about with some of the back end stuff. It's really, really incredible. Um, one thing that comes to mind that just has always blown my mind is um, Medicare fraud and mm -hmm. how much our yeah. team um, puts into ensuring that we are like the leaders on how we deal with Medicare. Is it Medicare or Medicaid? Medicaid. 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 Any, all of it. Yeah. yeah all of the yeah, any, any fraud. Um, yeah. Any fraud is what we're fraud. looking at. Yeah. And yeah. I know that sounds funny because it's like not necessarily ABA, but again, those those heartfelt ethics go into even how we bill. Like it's it's really incredible stuff. And and I just 
I adore everybody, despite the fact that you guys all drive me insane. I am not a data driven person. I'm like, ooh, head in the clouds, like, let's do art. And everybody's like, well, where's the science? But I just respect you guys so darn much. We're bringing you over. We're bringing you over to the science side. That was, that was a very sciencey answer. You got data driven stuff. You're, you're definitely, you're definitely a behavior analyst in training. <laughs> It's good stuff. I love it. So, so in the last 15 years, a lot has happened. And um, while we can talk about PBS, I think it is also really cool to kind of talk about some of the things that have come up. Um, I mean, in the 15 years, I've been with PBS for 10 years now. And, um, and I've seen it evolve from being a, a company in Florida to the company that it is. Um, and it came in as an analyst. Uh, I was a brand new analyst when it came in. Like I, I, so I think I was certified in September of 2012 and then came in in November of 2012. And uh, I was like, I'm going to work with kids and then realized I'm not very good at working with kids. And so like, I'm more of like an adult learner um, uh, behavior analyst and uh, became a senior analyst and then became a regional coordinator and then became the director of training and dissemination. And now I'm the clinical training and the director, I'm sorry, clinical safety and training director. I, I, my, I'm not used to my new title yet. Um, and just seeing how much Something it's like evolved that. and grown. And it's been really, it's been really cool. So um, the fact that we have a marketing team, I think is really fantastic. And so we're, we're, we love having you here, but there are other things that have happened. And Liz, you have a list of things that happened in the last 15 years that uh, you would like to share <laughs> that um, I think are really cool to kind of explain and give context to where this company has kind of like lo- the world in which this company has operated in. Absolutely. So let's start by, um, let me ask you a question. What do the iPhone, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows and PBS all have in common? (laughs) You know, I saw this email and and I could not, I could not come up with any derived relation. I have no idea. Think about this. We've had like 24 hours to think about this. (laughs) Well, they all um, started or were released in 2007. So every, the iPhone is celebrating 15 years, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, which was an incredible book, of course. Um, And PBS, we're all starting 15 years. And um, correlation is not causation, but a lot of these things have happened in the course of PBS being uh, in operation. So makes you wonder, hmm. Mm. Wait, so- we may have had a hand in the iPhone. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, we want to we want to distance ourselves from uh, J.K. Rowling though a little bit. True. <laughs> yeah, uh, wait, so so you're saying uh, Deathly Hall is the book, right? Yes. Yeah. So when this came out, I was working at Barnes and Noble and uh, I remember we had pallets of these books in the back and we were not allowed to release these or sell them. And people (laughs) were losing their minds. Like we had to like tape up the windows in the back because you could look into a door and see them. And people were like, they are. And we had to like hide them because people were losing it. (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, Um, it's great. Well, you know, again, to your point, though, a lot of other stuff has happened. And in the time that we've been in operation, um, we've had our first Black president, Barack Obama, was sworn in. Mm -hmm. Um, Game of Thrones made its way to a TV show. So Barack was sworn in in 2009, Game of Thrones, April 2015. Um, My favorite, I was researching, is we saw our first image of the Black Hole. And what was so cool about that in April 2019 is like, what an incredible thing, right? Like everybody was losing their minds immediately after the science came in memes just memes like all of the <laughs> from it 
just completely gone. Right. So, um, so that was very cool. Um, but in that time, what I think is so neat and, and Shane, you might be able to kind of, to, um, speak to this a bit being so heavily involved in training is, um, our, as PBS has done so much investment in, like I said, into our communities into caring for outside ABA people. So, you know, even since I've been here, we've done things like started to release weekly blogs where we're informing um, caregivers of, um, you know, folks who are receiving ABA, like of different modalities of things they can use when holidays come around, sensory friendly holiday tips. Um, we also talk about, you know, our, our baby analysts. We did a, you did a wonderful um, conference, uh, how to, you know, and how to take care of yourself. Patrick has been absolutely pumping us with amazing, amazing content. And so like even just building that library of things um, is really incredible to the sense where somebody who is just going, what the hell is ABA? they can come to it and like, oh, get a feel for it. And the fact that we've had our backend tech team invest in making it an easier blog to read, um, you know, easier to search even is, is really huge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, you know, uh, the, the team here at Paperback Behavior, I mean, so much of our work is dissemination efforts. And so um, having worked with, uh, worked in those spaces where we're doing a lot of like, between between us, I mean, we're doing a lot of conference speaking, we're doing presentations, we're doing CEU events, we're doing, um, uh, we have a series for parents that are, it's free and will always be free. Um, and we're going to continue to add to that library. Right now we have five courses that are just like quick and easy, digestible behavior analytic content for parents to kind of get an idea for what to do if you're look if you have a behavior analyst coming in and saying well we're going to do some antecedent manipulations well we have a whole training on like what that looks like and how to use them and how to leverage them to to benefit you so you know we have we have um and then we also have like some trainings for rbts we have a, a whole series i think we have 22 rbt professional development courses that are available right now um and a bunch of our ces and we have paperback behavior and uh, another dissemination effort that i'm really excited to announce because we have not officially announced this yet is that we wrote a book as PBS, uh, we've got our whole people. It's called Behavior Foundations in it. By the time um, that it's, uh, and this is the cover, look everybody. I know it's an audio format, but we have a cover here and Liz is seeing it for the first time. Um, Fancy. Yeah, so we wrote a book and I am really excited. That's going to be out um, sometime in November. So um, we are really excited about that. So I, I think the thing is, is people know PBS as a large ABA company, but what they don't realize is that there are a lot of moving parts and it's all behavior analysts working together to get quality services out to the best of our ability. And um, and, and no company is perfect um, by any means, but I think that what we do well, we we when we identify some gap in our either our service provision or the quality or something... Um, uh, or in the response effort for our analysts, we really try to fill that as best we can. So, um, so I, it's been really, really wild to watch this company kind of grow the way it has in the last few years. And, um, you know, Patrick, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about our university partnerships, because let's face it, the the field will only be as big as the amount of analysts that we have. So um, Patrick helps uh, lead our team in university partnerships to ensure that we are continuing to grow the field. And do you want to just say a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, we were talking about that this morning a little bit and just kind of what 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 coursework looks like for those that want to become analysts and kind of what that looks like in the future. And yeah, we're, we're always happy to be a, a part of that conversation. So um, for years, we've worked to develop those partnerships with various universities. So universities across the United States, uh, brick and mortar and online, uh, and just kind of looking at how we can support 
those universities and those students that might eventually want to become BCBAs. So we're always constantly looking at how we can, you know, set up uh, research relationships, look at tuition, look at different ways for uh, employees at PBS to get, you know, access to good quality education if they want to become analysts and also figure out how we can support the universities themselves. So we really try and develop relationships related to, to marketing, to hiring, to public speaking, all of these different ways that we can kind of be in, involved in that. And it's really been a lot of fun because it's it started out with, with universities and that's really kind of where our bread and butter um, is in that relationship. But we've also kind of tried to expand that. We've looked at other uh, test prep agencies. We've looked at exam prep agencies and some organizations that don't necessarily provide behavior analytics services, but that can be, you know, that can benefit from that relationship and that training side that, that we can, um, that we can be a part of. So that's been really, really cool. And uh, we got some cool stuff coming with that. And that's definitely something we're going to continue to grow in the future. And honestly, I, I really want to highlight what you said about access, you know, um, the tuition discounts that we're able to negotiate with these partnerships can help not only our team members, um, you know, continue to move up in, um, you know, in their career um, by continuing education, their education, um, but also kind of talk about tuition and how expensive it is in general. And we can really start to, um, to change things on a, on a, on a bigger scale. And it's really, really cool. So you guys are doing a fantastic job with that. And the other thing I want to um, highlight that you said is, you know, test prep and um, Nina Rayner, who is in, on our tech team is one of my dearest friends, which is also something to be said about PBS, some lifelong friends and not in a cheesy we're all family way, right? <laughs> like that's kind of toxic. No, like truly they become your friends almost to the point where it's weird. And yeah, um, it, it is weird. We <laughs> argue about whether queso is a soup. <laughs> we do. We have a lot of deep yeah. conversations. Is a hot dog a sandwich? What's going on? How do compasses finished. work? Yeah, we've not <laughs> finished those arguments, by the way. We're we coming do. back. Yeah, to yeah. There's a point. Um, but Nina and the tech team um, and the develop development team did an incredible job creating the ABA Quiz Buddy, um, which is a test prep app uh, for not only for um, the BCBA quiz, but or not quiz, excuse me, test. Very much not a quiz. Uh, yeah, also, we all got certified by quizzes. Thanks. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, it's a hot quiz. That's a quiz. Very long. <laughs> not ABA people, but um, but also to support RBTs in their testing as well with the B B A C B. Right? Did I say that right? I always yeah. It. Um, but it's, and it's so cool because it, again, it's available for free. It's constantly updated with, um, questions and scenarios from our analysts, from our leadership. And, um, it's always free for PBS team. Like they have the whole and access to the whole app, all of the quizzes. Um, it's free for the public. Um, and then they can purchase additional quizzes. So again, access is a huge part of, um, of it because, you know, it's, it's great if you have all these tools, but if people can't access them, then what are we doing? Right. 100%. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, I think, and that, that goes back to like one of the points that you make here too, Liz is like uh, speaking of access. So um, one of the things I thought was really cool and this is, this is on your list. So I'm taking it and I'm running with it. Um, in 2020, when every, when everything shut down due to the pandemic, we actually didn't close any days. Like we continued to, um, and I think this is one of the, 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 the cool things about working here is like the ability to change and adapt to whatever may come our way. And even in the unknown, like figuring out how to continue to get folks services, because that's yeah. truly what we ended up doing. I mean, we didn't close a single day. Um, and it actually did really well that year because we were able to adapt and create new 
ways to be able to get people access to services. And as a matter of fact, I think more yeah. people got access to services because we were able to do so much remote work at the time where at the, at, before that happened, we weren't able to do quite as much. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think in, in, in yeah. so many of our staff and so many of our folks were still going out and serving people and we were able to bring new employees on who were not able to go work so that we could continue to, to, to help support the field in that way too. So uh, I think there were some really cool, like, you know, despite all the, the tragedy and awfulness that came out of the pandemic, I think that one thing that we did really well is we adapted to make sure that the folks didn't struggle as much as they could have. Yeah. It's one of those situations you have to laugh or you'll cry. <laughs> Which, honestly, I'm going to get tattooed on my forehead. I feel like I say that every day. Um, but <laughs> that that adapting me. was big. Like I, I just, I just want to say, yeah. cause I think that was a really big piece of that being, there were a lot of, a lot of folks that weren't going to work, weren't going to school. There was a lot of time that individuals were at their homes. There was a lot of different things that, you know, needed that additional support. So be, being able to be flexible and adapt and provide that was really, was really powerful. We worked with a lot of different school districts and things to get trainings for their for their team members, especially when they were working remotely. So there was a lot of different ways that we tried to kind of be a part of of tr- keeping things keeping things going as normal as possible. And you know, in a time that was that challenging, that was really it was a really was a really powerful experience to be a part of that. Well, and to that point, Patrick, I, you just reminded me, um, we even had our analyst um, doing like um, live on Facebook and everything, story times and things like mm-hmm. that. So parents are trying to work. We're all trying to figure this out. So even providing services like that, where you can pop your kid down, have a live interactive story time with an analyst and, um, you know, where, you know, the programming is going to be beneficial for your, for your child, most likely. And, um, you know, just little things like that. I mean, we all work so closely together. And, you know, I was thinking about all of this self-promotion we're doing, right? But I, there was a, um, a few months back, we had, there were some closings in the field, um, kind of abrupt closings, and a lot of people lost their job. And so we did a lot of work to get it out there that we're always hiring. I mean, we, we want to grow as much as we can. And um, there was kind of like on chat boards and everything, you know, it's like, well, what is it really like there? You know, what are, what's it? So we have all these employees popping on saying it's great, but what's it really like? And, and guys, if you're listening, if you've ever been curious about PBS, this is really what it's like, honestly. Um, it's, it's truly like, and sometimes they're hard, right? Yeah. It's, we, we worked a lot to make those, those things that Patrick and Shane mentioned happen. It was, it was hard, but now we can look back and go, oh my God, we made a really huge impact to, to, in doing so, you know, it wasn't just to push papers or, you know, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. So, I mean, I think, I think, I think what, whatever, whatever it is that comes up, like, I think that we try to attend to it with care and with quality and, and really attempt to do that. I mean, it's, it's not always easy to do that and it's not always easy to carve that path, but I think that we do a pretty good job of that. Agree. I love it, gang. Cool. Well, here's the 15 years. Yeah. We love it. Yes. Our quinceanera. That's it. I can't wait to get my dress. (laughs) <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on for helping us celebrate i love your podcast um as a non-aba person i really enjoy it. radical candor has absolutely been my favorite i love patrick's um silly posts on instagram he's always poking <laughs> at you shane it's my favorite but thank you guys so much i really appreciate it yeah thank you liz i mean we always appreciate i mean all the conversations we have are always really great so i always appreciate having you and, and being able to chat with you and and then having you like kind of like drop these like really interesting thought provoking things and then leaving 
like like you did that the other day you're like does anybody think about how this thing works and then you just leave the chat like you didn't even bother like explaining yourself and we're kind of like what what happened so i will leave you with this and then we can sign off you only have a lap when you're sitting otherwise laps don't exist when you're standing all right (laughs) that's good all right we'll see you next time thanks bye